It is Monday, April 25th in the NBA, and I'm back with my two best picks of the day. Yo, what's going on, everyone? This is Austin from Calling Our Shot. A recap of yesterday. It was a one-in-one -one day. Nikola Vucevic, yeah, he didn't score a point in the second half. Not much we can do about that, but the man, the myth, the legend. Jay Crowder clutches up with a big 11 points. It was ugly, but he somehow got to the 10 points we needed. So hopefully we can bounce back into the winning column today. Go for a 2-0 sweep of the day. If you are new to the Call on Our Shot channel, welcome aboard. Thank you for watching our daily video for the NBA. If you want to go down below, hit that subscribe button. I certainly would appreciate it as we're, I think, we're about 400, 500 subscribers away from 32,000. Keep checking off some milestones as they're on our way to 100K. Drop a like too and drop your best bet in the comments. I might tail a couple of you guys. So let me know what you guys are betting on for Monday in the NBA, maybe even in the MLB. Definitely check out our daily video for MLB as well. We got three games on today. We got the Celtics versus the Nets. Celtics trying to complete the clean sweep of the Brooklyn Nets. We got the Raptors versus Sixers. Sixers trying to give them the gentleman sweep with a 4-1 win. And the Jazz Mavericks, game five, tied four or tied 2-2. Two -two. Big pivotal game, game five. Now, I have my favorite play in the 76ers game, and we'll have one in the uh, in the Dallas Mavericks versus Jazz game. We'll talk about some leans afterwards. Let's hop into it. we got three last notes. Number one, we have a ton of different sportsbook sign-up offers. One's for FanDuel, DraftKings, BetMGM, Caesars, Unibet, you name it. If you want to use the, the link down below, dimers.com slash COS, and use those links. Another way to support us over here at the Call on Our Shot channel. Number two. We now you can, I've obviously kind of already said this in a couple videos, but you can download the daily videos in podcast form. Maybe you're listening on the way to work. You can definitely do that. You just go to wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, just type in call on our shot. You should be able to see the daily videos there and download them and listen to them on the go. And number three, we have to shout out our COS All-Stars. We can't do it without you guys. Thank you guys all for supporting us. If you want to become an All-Star, get some cool extra perks like getting the plays an hour early, even sometimes more than that. Click the join button on the channel, the link in the description or the link in the pinned comment. Our newest All-Star Welcome back to Robert and DJ. We appreciate you guys both for joining and coming back to the COS All-Star Group. Let's waste no more time. Let's hop into my best bet of the day. Well, we won't call it the best bet, but we'll call it one of my favorite plays. And we'll go with the man that cashed for us on Saturday, Tobias Harris. Over 7.5 rebounds, minus 115 on DraftKings. Now, Tobias Harris, we took this line. It was 6.5 on Saturday in game what in game four in Toronto. And he cashed as easily. It was 6.5 then. And he had seven rebounds in the first half, ending with 11. And I would say, before we get into it, I'd consider sprinkling the double-double prop, which is plus 285 on DraftKings. Now, on Saturday, Tobias did have five personal fouls. I don't necessarily know if he was struggling with foul trouble in that game, but still played 40 minutes overall, and he should have another big workload coming his way. Now, Harris, this series, 6, 10, 12, and 11 rebounds. So, cashing this in the past three games, and he's had 13, 20, 19, and 17 rebound chances. So, he's had an average of 17 per game. All we're asking for is him to pull down eight, which I think he can certainly do today. Now, a big thing we like, he's out on the court a ton. He's played 37 plus minutes, just 37 plus minutes all four of these games. I think he's played almost 40 plus the last three. And we look at it, he averaged 6.8 rebounds per game in the regular season. That was on only, I don't know, 12 rebound chances per game. He's only playing roughly 34, 35 minutes. So not only is he getting more rebound chances, he's also getting, I don't know, three, four, five, sometimes six more minutes per game. Like I like this matchup a lot for him versus Toronto. We got Joel Embiid, who's still banged up and he's injured and he's going out there and he's gonna have to guard guys on the perimeter, whether they're starting Pascal Siakam at the five, you name it, he's gonna have to go out there and guard other guys and not just be camping in the paint corral and all the rebounds. Plus, like I said, he is injured, so who knows how aggressive he is in wanting to grab those rebounds with his 
what is it, is a, a ligament injury. So look, I really like Tobias Harris. I like his over at seven and a half rebounds. I likely wouldn't play it up to eight and a half. I'd rather just take the double-double prop, which is like plus 285 on DraftKings, but I think he gets it done for us. We're relying on him. Hopefully he can get it. Tobias Harris over seven and a half rebounds. I'm moving on to my next play of the day. We're going with an under, then we'll talk about a couple leans that we like in all the other games. Now, Rudy Gobert. Under 29.5 PRAs, minus 120 on Caesars. You know, we have a tied 2-2 series, so it's only right we're fading Rudy in this one. Now, so far the series, Rudy, he's, uh, he's left a lot to be desired on the court. He's at 22, 27, 22, and 33 PRAs. He's gone under in three of the four. Now, he did manage at the over in game four. Granted, it did take him 18 free throw attempts, which I don't know if he will duplicate that today, but still. In Rudy's last 25 postseason games, He's under this line in 19 of them. And so in his 47 career postseason games, he's averaged 33.2 minutes per game. So right on right on par with what he's been averaging these last couple games. I mean, I think in this series, he's had actually below 33 minutes on a couple of them, but he's averaged 13.4 points per game, 11.3 rebounds per game, and one assist per game overall in the postseason. He's gone under in a large majority of the games. And he's at, that's a total of 25.7 PRAs per game. He needs 30 today to ruin this under pick. Now, we also see Luka Doncic likely back again in the fold today. He played in game four, should play again in game five. They like to run a lot of plays where they take Rudy Gobert and they put him out on, and they get up some switches and get him out on Luka Doncic, which they're fine. The Jazz are fine letting that happen. I don't know why, but they let it happen and that could lead to Rudy Gobert in foul trouble. It could lead to him, I don't know, just not even being in the paint to grab rebounds. A lot of different things as he's had four fouls the last two games. In fact, he's had four fouls, four plus fouls in 16 of his last 25 games. So he could struggle with a little bit of foul trouble here. I'm not going to guarantee foul trouble, but he could struggle with it. Look, like, like I said, last game, Rudy. 33 PRAs, and that required 18 free throw attempts in the regular season. Gobert was under this line in two of three games versus the Dallas Mavericks. Look, he can go off sometimes and have a ton of free throw attempts. Sometimes at the end of the game, he getting hacked on fouls. But I do think the Mavericks do end up winning this game. They are favored by three points. We'll talk about that in a second. But give me the under for a guy that, honestly, it wouldn't surprise anyone out there. If Rudy Gobert goes out there and puts up like three points, no. But if he scores less than 10 points, no. I mean, his line is 13 and a half points, so... You can do whatever you want with this regular over-under for lines, but I just don't see him going out there and having a big day today. There's tons of different ways for him to go to lose this bet. There could be foul trouble. There could be just him not shooting the ball. Like he had one field goal attempt in game four or game one. I think he had like six or eight in uh, game four. But still, this guy with not a lot of offensive game, he's probably watching this right now. Rudy, we're taking your under 29 and a half PRAs. Now, let's talk about a couple other plays that I did like. And we haven't talked about the Celtics-Nets game. So I'm going to talk about Kyrie Irving. And I would lean as under 37 and a half PRAs. I considered putting Kevin Durant here, but... I don't know what to do with Kevin Durant. I mean, I would lean his unders if someone's asking for my opinion in the comment section, but I think if I had to pick one of them, I'd pick Kyrie Irving solely because I think he has the tougher matchup. He's obviously got the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart on him, and they got so much length for him to finish inside with Robert Williams, they got Al Horford, they got Daniel Tice. I don't see him getting a lot of easy buckets besides game one when he absolutely lit it, uh, lit it up in Boston. He's really stunk. I don't even think he's come within like 15 of hitting this over. So I don't mind his under Kyrie Irving, under 37 and a half PRAs. I don't see him having a lot of opportunities today. Will Kevin Durant finally show up and actually want to shoot the ball? Who knows? Will Bruce Brown lead the team in field goal attempts again? Well, if he does, they're going to lose. I can probably guarantee you that. That's just a recipe for, for failure. But I don't mind Kyrie Irving under 37 and a half PRAs. Pretty high line. And sure, could he go out there and score 39 like he did in game one? Yeah, he could. He's Kyrie Irving, but still, I would lean it's under. More so than taking Durant's under, but I don't mind either of them if you want to go with it. You're playing with fire a little bit, but 
I don't mind either of those as a lean. Now, let's move on back to the 76ers game. Like I talked about, Joel Embiid under 28.5 points. I... I don't mind this under at all. I know a lot of people are probably going to bet it today. Obviously, Joel Embiid struggling with that, that injury. We don't really know his status. I mean, they just came out that he had a torn ligament in the MRI. So he's definitely playing with a lot of pain there. And I'm sure the Sixers want to put this game away. It is still not Joel Embiid. So, you know, he's still capable of scoring 30 points on, on one hand against the Raptors. But it's it's tough to bet fade Joel Embiid, but I don't mind it here. What did he have, 21, 23 points in game four, or yeah, game four in Toronto. I know he'll probably play better at home, but and he'll probably learn how to play with the injury a little bit more, but you're still asking a guy to score 29 points on an injured hand. Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit tough for him. So I don't mind Joel Embiid, trust the process. I'd probably go under 28 and a half points if I had to. It's just a lean, I wouldn't really force it. I don't wanna don't want to disrespect the process, the guy that's made us a ton of money this season. And then if I had to give you a spread lean, it would be the Mavericks minus the three points. We've seen the Jazz, they're a suspect team. We got the Mavericks, you know, they're back at home, I believe today. So they should be able to get it done. They're obviously at home, they got Luca back, they got Brunson, they got all the, the guys going at it. And I just don't trust the Jazz whatsoever. They're asking John Donovan Mitchell to score a ton of points. Bojan Bogdanovic, I just don't trust him. I think the Jazz, I think this is a seven-game series, so I think we see the Mavs win today, probably cover the three points. Then we see the Jazz win game six, then we go into game seven. So that's exactly what I expect to happen. So I lean the Mavericks minus the three points. If you wanted another player prop lean in that one, I'm trying to, I mean... I don't really like a lot of people. We didn't have a Luca line this morning as of 6.26 a.m. Eastern time. We don't have a Luca line. Now, I lean Dorian Finney-Smith's under in PRAs, but I think the lines are pretty sharp in that one. It's like 18 and a half. He's basically made end on 18 pretty frequently. And then Donovan Mitchell, you can take his over in points if you really want to, but he's not. he hasn't been a guy that's been shooting a ton the past two games. So a little bit suspect. They're playing good defense on him. Bojan Bogdanovic was the guy that was hitting his overs pretty frequently, but then he obviously struggled last game to hit it. He was in foul trouble all game. I don't trust Mike Conley whatsoever. There's a lot of guys in this game, the Jazz Mavericks game, that I just absolutely do not trust whatsoever. So that's why I don't really have a player prop lean, and that one besides Rudy Gobert under 29.5 PRAs. I think the line's a little bit too high for him. So my two official plays, like I said, Rudy Gobert under 29.5 PRAs. We obviously have Tobias Harris over 7.5 rebounds. Those are the two plays I'm rolling with. Let's go 2-0. Drop your best bet down below. Put our MLB best bets video on the screen if you want to go check that out. We certainly would appreciate it. But this has been Austin. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Let's go have a good day. Peace out.